Well, hello everyone. You are listening to The Glow Hour. I'm your host, Chris. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different, at least for me, because I'm recording this in a slightly different setting than normal. Not that I've been doing this for too long, but I'm sitting on the floor and it's nighttime and I'm usually sitting at the table during daytime. And I usually think of glow hour in the morning, but then today's mood is more moody. It's it's nighttime vibes, at least for me. I mean, you could be listening to this anytime, anywhere, but um, just to paint you a picture of where I'm at right now. And also, today's episode is going to be completely off the cuff. Like, I actually haven't really processed anything for this episode. So if that's already making you click away, I'm sorry. But honestly, you know, I'm just testing this out to see if maybe more thoughts will flow when I don't really have any sort of pre-reflected thoughts. We'll see how this goes. This might be a disaster. But um, I was actually going to make today's episode be about something completely different. And I wrote that out. So I have it ready for the future. But I don't know, I just kind of felt more compelled to talk about something else that's been on my mind. So what's been on my mind lately is my beautiful, boring life. I'm at this interesting season of my life where it just feels very beautifully boring. You know, when I really take a look at it, it's not that my life is boring. It's just that I live really quite simply and quietly at home and it's really hard to express what that looks like. That's why whenever I try to vlog, like my life at home, it's not really that exciting because I'm just sitting around, you know, maybe I'm on my laptop, maybe I'm into a new book. Um, So I don't know, why don't we just try and like break down what it means to see the beauty in the mundane aspects of life because that's kind of been something that I want to raise awareness of no but like I really do want people to understand that just because your life isn't exhilarating and you're traveling to new places every season and going out every single weekend like just because you're not doing anything crazy doesn't mean that your life isn't worthy of being grateful for you know you could even romanticize the little things in life that you do in a day simply by changing your mindset towards your life one really sweet thing that's happening at this very moment is the fact that my cat is warmly sitting on my lap and I have to take a small moment to appreciate my love for my cat because I don't think anyone understands how much my cat and adopting my cat has changed my at-home life like there's so many moments of my day when I just pet my cat, I stare at my cat, I smile at my cat, my cat makes me laugh and it truly enhances my life. I mean, she truly enhances my life and I don't think anyone understands the gravity of what I'm trying to say when I am trying to express my love for my cat because I think having a cat is one of those mundane things that I will mention to people in passing that I have, but like people don't really understand like, no, you don't understand. Like my cat is my life Okay, maybe not to that extreme, but like at home, she's like my best friend. She's with me most of the time, more than anyone else, more than even my husband, I'd say, because she's just with me from morning to night and she sees all sides of me. And I know she's like not, you know, emotionally 
responsive as a human being is, but I have so many little moments of interaction with her throughout the day that are memorable. And I would say that my relationship with my cat is one of those, you know, beautiful, boring aspects of my home life. And I sound like an insane cat lady right now, I understand, but I would have to say that, you know, I'm just reminded at this very moment, like anytime I'm working or doing anything, she will just simply plop on my lap and she's so warm and so cuddly. And it's one of the things that I'm truly grateful for every single day at home because I honestly think that she has saved me from extreme loneliness. I think if I was at home, like with no one else, I think I may have gone insane. Yeah, anyway, she's just being really adorable right now. Okay, so let me think. What other aspects of my life do most people find mundane that I think is actually really beautiful? Well, I know that I talk already a lot about my home routine, like cleaning, cooking, just taking care of myself and my space. That is a huge aspect of my life and a lot of people's lives that's just a part of our routine that seems so repetitive and forgettable almost because obviously routine is nothing new routine is just what you're always doing and it's nothing to really talk about but that's one of my favorite things to talk about I personally love routines because they don't take up all day I mean my little rituals that I set for myself for the morning and the nighttime don't take that long, but it helps me feel like my life is grounded on something instead of every day being a little bit chaotic. And that only works because my life is very flexible in that sense. My job is flexible. I feel like everyone can have short, small rituals to start and end off their day. To some people, setting a routine that you do every single day may sound really boring and repetitive and don't you ever get tired of doing the same exact thing every single day. And I get that as well because sometimes I do get bored of having the same exact routine. And that's why I really do like to switch it up in small ways throughout the seasons. So I've got to thinking about this topic of questioning if my life is just absolutely, utterly boring and almost meaningless. Not to get like into the dark hour, but whenever I meet up with someone who I haven't seen in a while, when I meet up with my dad, he's always asking me, so is anything new going on? Anything exciting? Um anything and even when I'm meeting with people at church on Sundays we're always asking each other every week like oh like how was your week have you been and I just always I don't know I always feel like I have nothing to share not that I don't have anything to share but like I always try to think back on my week or on my life and I'm like wait so what was my week even it just felt like I was floating through my routines like I wasn't really doing anything exciting and a part of that is also this pressure that I have to share something interesting or something that I think people will actually care to hear about but the truth is it's usually my inner world that's alive and 
the exterior isn't really what's most exciting. Okay, so like even with hobbies, right? I wanted to touch on this in a separate episode as well about all the different hobbies that exist. But for my personality type, I am very introverted and I get a lot of energy just being by myself. And so therefore, a lot of my hobbies are one player activities I could do all of them by myself I don't need anyone else to accompany me when I'm doing my hobbies um although that is fun but like don't talk to me I'm just kidding but like even when I'm with my husband we love hanging out being in the same room doing our own little hobbies playing our own little games like together but we're separate so even when people ask me if I have any hobbies I get very shy about sharing what I actually do love to do because even right now like trying to tell you and explain to you my hobbies would be a little bit shameful I could tell you several that you probably already would assume because I talk about it but like one of my hobbies at the moment is reading and reading on the outside looks very plain I am just sitting down looking into pages for like hours and it doesn't look as active and exciting as maybe more extroverted social hobbies may appear. But like in my head, I am traveling to other worlds and I'm getting to read other people's perspectives. I'm meeting all sorts of new characters. My world view is expanding. I'm getting to follow through a story, live a different life, be in a different location. It's just so awesome. I can go and enter these new worlds every single day, every single week. And that to me is very exciting. Same with gaming. At the moment, I'm not really into gaming as much because I don't know, for some reason, I've been more into reading than gaming. But that's another thing where I'm just kind of sitting and enjoying my my game on my screen. And I have another hobby that I'm almost afraid to share for whatever reason. It's actually like my number one hobby. And I don't know if anyone would really understand like the extent it's actually insane how much time i spend on this one hobby and i don't know if i should share like i i don't know if i'd regret sharing this should i just share it what the heck right let me take a sip of water and just like think through this for a second okay literally no one asked for this no one cares but i'm going to share something literally my most time consuming hobby at the moment is being a fan of Taylor Swift. I know. You might be like, how much time can you spend being a fan of Taylor Swift? This woman has so much to uncover, okay? And so I spend a lot of time not only dissecting her lyrics and her songwriting and her albums and the artistry, but just her life, okay? Anyway, I'm not going to get too deep into that, but... That's just one of the things that like I don't really want to talk about with other people um, because not many other people would relate. So yeah, I mean, there are countless of these mundane moments that happen in our everyday life and it's hard to really share those moments with other people because, you know, like you're not going to bring it up randomly whenever someone asks if there's anything new with you but like last night one little mundane thing that I really appreciated that I did yesterday was I took a shower you might be like what are you talking about yeah I took a shower 
And because it's been a little bit warmer lately, I really enjoyed taking the shower. There's something about taking a shower when the weather starts to warm up that is just so magical. And it's one of my favorite things, like kind of almost taking um, like a golden hour shower, like when the sun is not fully set yet, but you kind of done your workout and then you're just kind of washing all of that sweat away. So yeah, I just took a really amazing shower and I usually don't like taking showers, especially during winter time when it's cold and freezing and I don't want to get in the, the cold water and I don't, I don't want to get out of the warm water like after my shower and into the cold air like I'm like rushing the whole entire process of drying myself off and getting clothes on and even when I get have clothes on like my hair is wet and I just feel cold I just had this feeling that summer is creeping up on us it felt so good that feeling and after I took a shower I just felt so clean and it was just a really happy mundane moment for me and I remember feeling so oddly grateful after I took a shower. Have you ever had that feeling? Another mundane activity that I love to do so much is go grocery shopping. Okay, no, wait, that's a lie. That's a complete lie. I was going to say um, shopping around Target. I love to go to Target and walk around. And I've been telling people this all the time because that's like my husband and I's number one weekday activity. We love to just drive to Target and walk around, act like we have things to buy. I just like the idea of getting to walk around the store and digest a little because our apartment complex doesn't really have a walkable area. You know, there's no like park to walk around or anything. So going to Target is a nice, uh, you know, indoor landscape, no matter the weather, to just move my body a little bit, especially after dinner or whatever. And we have our routine of just going to each little section. We go to the game section, the book section, the whatever seasonal holiday section is happening at the time of year. Then we'll go to like the snack section and the food section. And we're literally just walking around. Sometimes we won't even buy anything. Sometimes we just buy drinks or dessert or whatever. And it's one of my favorite excuses to go out and do something. Another thing is, as I was trying to say, um, grocery shopping. So grocery shopping is a boring little routine trip that I honestly don't look forward to, but I'm trying my hardest to enjoy grocery shopping. And there are many reasons why I don't like grocery shopping. I get a little bit stressed and overwhelmed when I enter a grocery store because it really requires forethought and planning of what meals you want to make. Otherwise, it's kind of like, well, I'm just going to buy my favorite things. Like I buy my favorite vegetables that aren't really vegetables. Like I buy green onion. I buy avocados. Green onions to me is like a spice or like a topping. Avocados are literally a berry. So I want to go into a grocery store with the intention of buying specific vegetables to include in meals. Um, I mean, it's always good to have like, I don't know, carrots and potatoes and onions, but like 
Sometimes I need specific vegetables for specific meals and I don't know what to buy unless I know what I want to cook with them. Yeah, it honestly takes a bit of brain power that's not very exciting for me and I, I wish it was more exciting for me. Maybe now that I know that it takes some time to kind of write out a grocery list, um, I will be intentional about it and set aside time for that. But ever since I kind of became an adult, I would always go to the grocery store without really a concrete list of what I want to buy and what I want to make with it um, unless I have people over or like unless I'm really trying to make a specific recipe but like this needs to be a weekly habitual thing so going to the grocery store for me is more mentally draining than it is physically draining perhaps no but one of the reasons why I kind of get lazy to go grocery shopping is the physical aspect of it as well like it really does sometimes take a little bit of energy to bring all the grocery bags back home and put it all away that's honestly my least favorite part I think is like driving to the grocery store then like picking everything out and then putting everything away once I get home when I think about all of these household chores that we do like washing dishes doing the laundry putting groceries away these are things that we're gonna have to do for the rest of our lives You know what I mean? Unless we are able to afford a butler or personal chef or maybe you have a cleaning lady that comes and cleans your home. Well, okay. But like for a lot of household chores, it's good to learn how to do it yourself. And then also like you kind of have to do a lot of it yourself for the rest of your life or like maybe every day or maybe every week. So might as well find a way to make it more enjoyable. And it takes up a decent portion of my life, honestly. So that's one of the reasons why I like to talk about ways to make these mundane chores a little bit more doable and make it a little bit more approachable and and not so complicated. But yeah, grocery shopping is just one of those things that I want to become better at. You might also agree with me and think that your life is boring as well. And this may be due to the fact that, yeah, maybe you're stuck with your same old routine that you've been stuck with for a very long time. Maybe you have been at your same job for a very long time. You go to your job every single day of the week. You do the same thing every day. Even on the weekends, you do the same weekend routine. How do you invite some spontaneity into your life How do you take initiative and spicing things up, maybe even changing up your routine sometimes, adding things to your life that you could look forward to? Because a lot of the time, you may think that your life is just plain and there's nothing there, but you could find ways to freshen things up, to keep things fresh. Do you know what my number one complaint in life is lately? My number one complaint as you could probably tell, is I'm telling people that I'm bored. I know, I know, I know. Um, It's a very, very, very privileged complaint to have, but it's the truth. I think the underlying feeling that I'm trying to express is also that I just feel like I don't really have meaning to what I'm doing. I mean, I love what I'm able to do, but I can easily feel burnt out if I don't have a purpose. And so I've just been trying to search for that purpose again to drive me to do what I'm called to do. But 
it's been a little bit of a challenge. Lately, I've just been craving something new and especially a new environment to be in. And I've just been longing to move. I've been waiting to move out of the studio every single year before we renewed the contract. I really wanted to look for a new place to move to and it just didn't happen year after year. And so every single time was quite crushing for me to realize dang, I'm going to be stuck here for another year. That in itself was a really bad mindset approaching another year living in this place because there's so many reasons to be grateful for where I live. And I think I've just grown this pessimistic mindset towards my home. By the way, I am moving. I am moving later on this year. But until then, I don't want to complain any longer. I don't want to feel like... I'm trapped here because that's definitely not the case. It just feels that way because I've lived here for quite a while. And especially when I'm filming a lot at home, it's hard to do so. There's not that many angles to get of this space with good lighting because my my space does not get good natural lighting. I've seen this place way too much just trying to film and trying to edit and then as I'm editing, I'm like in this space. So I think I, instead of complaining and being negative, at least just for the next few months throughout the rest of the summer, because I have been feeling a little bit restless in this place, I've just been kind of searching for something. I don't know what it is, but like I've been searching for something new and fun and exciting. And even with my content, I've been trying to switch it up by, you know, doing this podcast even. But I, uh, I also just want to get comfortable with where I'm at. And sometimes that's harder than anything else is like accepting where you are right now and accepting that that's not a bad place to be in. That almost opens up your heart more to the beauty that is your life right now. All that to say, I think I'm just trying to really view where I live and my my space as not something that I'm sick of or tired of. I want to be able to really enjoy what is here. And one way to be more of a tourist of your own city and to, you know, really explore more in your area is simply by yelping things or asking around if there's any good places to eat that your friends have tried or um googling things i live in orange county and pretty near to la as well i mean it's not too far away and there's so many options for things to do places to go to foods to eat and like people travel all around the world just to come here and visit so i feel like i've grown very numb to that and i haven't really thought that you know, there's anything much to do, which is funny because technically there's a lot to do. It's just when you grow up in a place, it's really hard to suddenly look at it with fresh eyes. Unfortunately, for most people, it's really easy to get used to the lifestyle you're living. And that's why I try to pretend as though my home is like an Airbnb and where I live is like where I'm staying to travel because why do I treat my vacation spots as a getaway as worthy of taking all these pictures and posting on Instagram but I don't treat where I'm staying 
majority of my life, which is at home, as another place of being worthy of enjoying. I really do want to explore more nature. I think my priorities have shifted from even just like a year or two ago when I really wanted to go to different shopping places and oh man, just going back even like five-ish years ago, I was all about looking for Instagrammable spots and I mean now my idea of an Instagrammable spot is very different. Like I'd rather go out to nature and see beautiful scenery. Back then it was like, oh, I want to go to a cool wall where I could take a picture. If you find yourself bored in the city you live in and you're like itching to go out, like, well, make some plans. Make some plans and try to explore around your area. There may be more than you might have known. And, you know, if not, like there's so many things you could do at home as well. As I mentioned, like, find hobbies that you enjoy doing by yourself or with people there's so many random little things that you could do like the other day I didn't even know this existed but TikTok led me to a place nearby where I was able to DIY my own phone case with a friend and I didn't know this existed or that I could possibly enjoy doing this but um we made our own little phone case I got to choose like 15 charms like kawaii bear bunny charms to add to my phone case it's like the cutest thing i've ever made and i'm so glad that i did it and i want to search for more things like that to do with friends and speaking of friends like i think a huge 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 aspect to making life less boring is people i love being alone i love 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 to hang out by myself and spend time with myself um, or my husband and my cat. Literally, my husband and my cat are like kind of a part of me, so it doesn't even feel like I'm with another person when I'm with them. Does that make sense? So like other than them, I don't really like making plans with other people, but like maybe I don't know myself that well because that's not always true. Like I actually really do enjoy spending time with other people. I think the hardest part is just like getting myself out there to do it. Even just the trek there, getting lost on my way to a place is my number one specialty. Um, I will always, whenever I'm driving to a new place, somehow end up parking on the parking lot over or like I miss an exit. It always happens and that's one of my anxieties. But um, once I'm over that hump, when I'm actually spending time getting to know someone, or like just hanging out with someone and laughing and you know doing things I can't just do on my own like discovering new things and new ways of thinking that I can't just come up with on my own like that is really really honestly fun and I've kind of learned about myself sorry my nose is itchy I've kind of learned about myself that like even my form of hanging out with people is truly kind of a one-on-one type situation I think there's so much to absorb about a person, like one person, that sometimes when it when it's more than just one person that I'm hanging out with, I do find it a little bit almost overstimulating for me. Find myself really enjoying one-on-one time with people. So I'm trying to schedule that in more with people. And maybe you're like completely opposite and you like being in groups with people, and that's how you feel very energized and 
how you enjoy spending quality time with friends, but like I really enjoy one-on-one time with friends. So um, that's something I'm trying to, I guess, prioritize more in my life. And you know what's awesome is that like I'm honestly wanting to do my boring, beautiful hobbies with friends as well and trying to find like-minded people who enjoy doing that. I always thought it was impossible to find friends with like-minded interests but you really have to kind of put yourself out there maybe it may start with finding forums online or something about a topic you're interested in I don't know a lot of what I'm trying to say here is that your life is what you make it so make it rock not me quoting Hannah Montana but truly life is what you make it so let's make it rock y'all If your life is boring and you like it that way, then amazing. Keep doing that. If your life is boring and you're like, I want some more excitement in my life, well then find a way to get more excitement in your life, whatever that means to you. Um, Book travel plans to the place that you've always wanted to travel to. Ask a friend if they want to meet up this week and go somewhere, eat somewhere. For me, I think I find myself just sitting around complaining and waiting for exciting things to happen to me. But like, what's funny is that I have the power to take initiative on some of these things. If I want to find more fun in my life, then I need to go out there and have some fun. Or as I said, there are already so many fun little moments that are happening. It's just like my eyes aren't aware of it. And I'm not really soaking in all of these precious moments. Like I didn't need to, but before I started this podcast, I lit a candle and that's my little way of romanticizing this moment. What's really fun and a a really good way to process like what your life is because so many times weeks will go by And it's easy to forget what you did that week, what you did that day, even if you're just kind of living through day by day doing the same things. And so writing down in a journal what you did that day allows you to recap for yourself what went well, what went wrong, what you're appreciative of and how you want to live better the next day. And I think that's very healthy to do even today I I'm honestly thinking to myself I didn't do much today but you know what I met with a friend in the morning I tried a new latte at this coffee shop we went to a bookstore I bought a book and a vinyl and it was a simple sweet time um I also tried on some clothes at a thrift shop we had good combo your beautiful boring life is unique to you and There may be times when it may feel meaningless, but for me, the hope that I hold on to is knowing that God has a plan and a purpose for every little thing in my life. And also, I feel like whenever you reflect and journal, it's almost like you're writing the story of your life. You're writing your life in a story and you can't help but kind of romanticize yourself as the main character and you can't help but notice little details in your life kind of laying out the scenery being a little bit more descriptive and you kind of become like a writer in a sense I mean you're you're writing about your life so yes you're kind of writing your autobiography Um, and so although you're writing about events that already occurred 
in a way, at the end of writing your diary entry, when you kind of prompt yourself to talk about how you want the next day to be, it is kind of like you're writing what your future will look like. And then it kind of moves you to living that out after you write it out. I feel like such a hypocrite whenever I try to give advice or like instruction because like I'm really speaking to myself. I talk about how good it is to journal and reflect all the time, but I I really have a hard time sitting down and writing myself. But yeah, I think the most beautiful things in life really are the most mundane. They're the most simple. They're the moments that I have with people when I'm laughing with people and eating with people. I gotta say, like I've had some really good moments even in just this past year, and a lot of it wasn't documented. And that's another reason, another good reason to journal is being able to write out how good you felt in certain moments and maybe even how bad you felt throughout the day. Um, That's good too, because you're at least processing through what happened. And I feel like when you forget to do that, when something similar to that situation happens again, it's harder to connect the dots it's harder to remember reasons to be happy about and celebrate and it's harder to also notice patterns of negative events that occur that keep occurring and also say you only take pictures or videos of highlights of your day that's different because videos and photos can't capture what is going on in your head and what you're thinking through that moment so at the end of the day being able to sit down and reflect on it and write out your perspective of your day is good even if you end up never reading back what you wrote just writing it out in a sense is a way of repeating what you did in your head at least that one time I don't know about you but whenever I do write like a diary entry it's about like a page or two and after I finish writing it I actually read it after I skim through it after I write it and so it's almost like I lived my day I wrote about it once which kind of felt like living it twice and then I quickly skim through it and read it again which felt like I lived it like three times and it kind of ingrains whatever I did and my thoughts into my head that many more times. And that's another way of taking note of what your life was like. Then you start to see that you did do some things that day. Some things in your day did change in small little ways. I think when I was younger, I didn't really conform to the traditional sense of having fun as maybe a teenager or a young adult. I didn't really like the idea even of going out to parties or drinking or doing drugs. Like that's kind of my idea of having teenage fun. And I never really involved myself in that. And not that I'm like judging anyone who did do that or does do that, wait what (laughs) who do do that but I almost judged myself for not doing that like I almost felt like I was kind of uncool or like boring or unfun like even to this day I never had any of that sort of experience and so I just think to myself like am I inexperienced or am I like boring and no in that sense like I really don't think that there should be any sort of standard to what is considered boring or fun because like 
For me, my definition of fun can be so different from your definition of fun. You just have to find what you find fun. Finding what's fun for you is a very personal journey and it could be really silly, whatever you find enjoyable. But if it's enjoyable for you, like give things a try. Just to kind of recap everything I've been saying in this episode to make your home life more exciting. Number one, setting routines for yourself that keep your life consistent. And yes, that does sound monotonous to be constantly doing the same routine day after day, but create routines that you actually look forward to that you could kind of do on autopilot, but then every day it's a little bit different. Number two, find hobbies that you find fun doing, whether by yourself or with friends. Number three, go out and explore, adventure. This could be just where you are locally or on the internet. You could find places to fly to, to drive to. The thing about traveling is that a lot of times it is a little bit of a hassle and it does require stepping outside of what's comfortable for you. But some of the best memories are made when you're kind of suffering through the travels, um, especially if you're going with someone else. Not that I would want to travel like every month or anything like that. I think it's kind of fun to do when you're younger. But I almost feel like even at my age, which I'm not that old, but I am already sort of slowing down and traveling the world isn't exactly a dream of mine at the moment and it doesn't have to be for you if you don't really find yourself enjoying traveling that much either. I think my version of traveling at the moment is just driving somewhere that's 10 to 25 miles near me. Oh and also another way that I love to travel that is pretty affordable is by delving into a new book that takes me to a new destination or even watching a new tv show or a movie is a wonderful way to kind of live vicariously through other people and the last thing to help spice up your life which i don't even know what number we're on at this point but i would say that it's really nice to know what your next step is sometimes when you're just living day to day without really knowing what's next like is this going to be my life as is for the rest of my life like is this forever this is why I really like to look forward to new seasons this is why I really look forward to all of the above that I already mentioned in the grander scheme of things like having a sort of mission for yourself whether it's what you do for your career or on your off time doing something that really means something to you makes your life so much more meaningful and beautiful and clearly I say that I love my beautiful boring life but I say boring kind of sarcastically I'm sure you understand that already but when I say boring it's almost like it's because it's unique to you and it may be boring to most people but to you it's so wonderful because you find it so invigorating and it really sparks joy in your life Hope you got some good dish scrubbing in, some good laundry folding, some good steps in if you went on a walk. Hope you cooked yourself a delicious meal. I hope you shaped your nails real nice and painted them a pretty color. Whatever you've been doing while listening to this podcast, thank you for taking your time to hang out with me, to listen to me. If you enjoyed this podcast, 
please give it a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to the podcast, honestly. I feel like those are the two main ones that people listen in on. Also, if you're feeling up to it, you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You could follow this podcast at The Glow Hour Podcast on Instagram. Thank you for leaving sweet comments, for sending me kind messages. Like, I cannot go on without those because I crave words of affirmation. So um, thank you for your support. I really enjoyed this more calm experience of recording this podcast. I might start recording more podcasts at night because I feel like my mind is a little bit more mellowed out. You know, when you enter the late hours of the night and your mind gets a little bit more loose without even any substances, I'm just drinking water i think there's something to just being a little bit more tired that kind of allows you to not be as tense maybe okay i love you hope you have a beautiful boring rest of your day um toodles my noodles